get to my throat Can't be promised we won't let go All the things that I need All the things that you need You can make it feel so real Cause you can't deny You've blown my mind When I touch your body I feel I'm losing control Cause you can't deny You've blown my mind When I see you baby I just don't wanna let go
Welcome to the January 10th, 2023 Planning Commission meeting. 
While the Planning Commission welcomes public involvement in free speech, it rejects comments from anyone that are discriminatory, defamatory, or otherwise not protected speech. Those comments will not inform nor be considered by the Planning Commission and may be cause for the chair to interrupt the speaker. Such comments will not be consented to or otherwise adopted by the Planning Commission in its discussions and findings for any mat matter tonight. Thank you. I would like to call on Commissioner Rodriguez to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Please stand. If you could put your right hand over your heart. Ready, begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. May we have roll call, please? Yes, good evening. Um, Commissioner Twining? Here. Commissioner Pellman? Here. Commissioner Wood? Here. Commissioner Acosta Galvan? Here. Commissioner Rodriguez? Here. Commissioner Stroop? Here. Commissioner Adam? We have a quorum. Thank you. Thank you. Now is the time for public comments for items that are not on the agenda this evening. Do we have any public comments? We have no one signed up to speak. Okay. Next on the agenda is the nomination and election of Planning Commission Chair. Do we have a motion? I'd like to make a motion to approve. Um, so we get like direction on that. Don hit the button, but Oscar did the vote button. Just for clarification for the records, we had a motion by Commissioner Rodriguez and it looked like an electronic second by Commissioner Struke. I just want to confirm that, correct? Can, can, yeah, can we get a clarification on the motion? I, I, the motion to, motion to, approve. to approve what? Uh, Planning Commission Chair and Vice Chair, uh, as recommended uh, to nominate And so I think for the record, we would need the actual, and we should do them, uh, and please jump in. Um, we should do each pos officer position. So we should start with the chair position. Um, based on seniority, that would be Commissioner Acosta Galvan. And, and it's, um, so that should be captured in your, in your recommendation, if that's your intent. And then we would move on to the vice chair nomination as a separate item, or action, I should say. So is that your motion? Correct. Okay. And do we have a second? Uh, we have Rick Wood as a second. Please vote. We have three um, no's, uh, Strook, Pelman, and Twining. Uh, Commissioner Adam is absent, motion fails. I'd like to make a motion to set aside the uh, bylaws and other rules pertaining to the chair and vice chair and nominate Tracy Pullman as chair. Do you want me to do the vice chair too? Okay, just chair. 
Do we have a second? Okay, we have four ayes. Uh, Commissioners Acosta-Galvan and Rodriguez voting no. Commissioner Adam, absent. Motion passes. Before we reorganize any seats, we should take uh, the second motion, uh, which would be for the vice chair officer position. I have it up there to make a motion. I'd like to make a motion for the vice chair of Butch Twiney. Point of order. Commissioner Rodriguez? Uh, it seems that majority of the commissioners knew about this in advance. Is there any way we could look at any Brown Act violations? I don't know if that's a point of order, but um, I, I mean, I have no evidence that there's any sort of Brown Act violation. But. Okay. I'm sorry, who was nominated for vice chair? Butch Twining. Thank you. Okay, we have um, four ayes, two noes. Commissioners uh, Costa-Galvan and Rodriguez voting no. Commissioner Adams is absent. Motion carries. So we need to just briefly pause to update our computer system so that it reflects the votes and it's customary that the chair and vice chair would uh, change seats at this time as well.
are sitting and the votes are recorded properly. Um, before we uh, resume, I just want to take one quick housekeeping. When you we have a, several new commissioners this evening, when you're going to second a motion, it's very helpful if you could do so verbally as well. There's a bit of a lag time until it registers in the computer and just helps keep the discussion and dialogue going. So uh, with that, we're um, ready to resume. Thank you. Your microphone. Okay, start over, do over. Um, next on the agenda is the recognition of our outgoing chair and commissioners. I understand our outgoing chair, Chairman Perkins, is out of town on business, so I will begin by calling outgoing Commissioner Scandora. Okay. Then, um, okay, it's my first time, so. <laughs> Take the mic yeah. Would you like to stay, say a few words? Sure, why not? Well, first of all, uh, I'd like to thank all of those who, uh, uh, I, I thank quite a number of people at the last meeting, but I'd just very quickly like to thank uh, all the people that, uh, that have made my 13 and a half years on the Planning Commission possible, the two city council members, the late Gil Corper and Barbara Del Glaze, who appointed me here, um, our fantastic staff who've uh, worked with us uh, through, through all these very difficult decisions, all the commissioners that I've dealt with, not only those here in the room tonight, but also uh, those from at least about 35 different commissioners over the years. Um, and then last of all, of course, most importantly, my family um, made sacrifices so that I could be here, um, especially to my wife, who was my sounding board um, on, on, uh, all, throughout all of these years. I, I would like to, I, first of all, I'd like to congratulate our new chair, and then congratulate the new planning commissioners that are with us. You will greatly enjoy this experience, and you're, you're going to find that when you someday come off the commission, as I am tonight, uh, you will find that you have done some great things for the city. Just some, just some quick words of advice. First of all, get to know each other. Establish relationships with all the commissioners, whether they agree with you politically or ideologically or not. Um, the relationships become very important. Get to know them on a personal basis. These relationships help you to solve the very difficult issues that come before the, uh, that, that come before the Planning Commission. Secondly, uh, use the staff as your resource. They have the knowledge, the expertise, um, the education with respect to land, land use, uh, planning principles, public works, engineering law. They will help guide you towards uh, making the best decisions. Um, listen to all points of view. Um, including the differing points of views from other planning commissioners, from the staff, from members of the public. You can get a lot of people from the public who are not always going to agree. You're not always going to agree with them. Uh, with them, listen to them very carefully. Never ever make a decision on your vote until you're ready to push that um, uh, push that vote button. You're going to hate me for this last piece, this next piece of advice, and that is read all the documents, and there are a lot of them. And especially some of your more complex projects, which involve EIRs, and there can be thousands of pages, read them all. There's a lot of detail on these projects, and you can't afford to uh, overlook. Then my last piece of advice is definitely, 
And again, this applies to all the commissioners here. Have fun. Enjoy your time on the Planning Commission. You're going to do great things and uh, for, for the city of Huntington Beach. So enjoy it while you can. And with that. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Stick around so we can take a picture with the three at the end. Commissioner. Commissioner Mandick, <laughs> wanted to thank you for your service. Thank you for telling me this. I've known this lady around town, and as I had Commissioner Scandura, and you guys have been just great wealth to this city, so I wanted thank to you. thank you. Thank you. And I'll do this right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say sure. something? Yes. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to thank my husband and daughter who are both here tonight for their support and for putting up with me for all the missed dinners and the delayed vacations and just lack of attention while we're getting ready for the meeting. You'll all go through the same thing with your spouses. And, uh, but I appreciate it so much. I love you both. Thank you so much. And then secondly, I'd like to thank the three councilmen that appointed me, three mayors. It was Joe Carcio, Mike Posey, and Peter Green. And I'm so grateful to them uh, for the faith that they put in me to do the job and really for the opportunity to serve. The opportunity to serve is so rewarding. And uh, you all are going to experience that. And it's, it's worth, worth every minute that you put into it. And lastly, I'd like to thank the staff. Huntington Beach has a fabulous staff. And you are all so appreciated, honestly. And I'd really like to thank especially Kim DeCoit. Kim went over and beyond. <laughs> Every week, I put her through extra work, and she did it always unselfishly and pleasantly, and I appreciate it so much, Kim. Thank you. And in the end, um, I think I just always tried to do, I maybe didn't make a decision that pleased everybody, but I always tried to do what's best for Huntington Beach. That was at the end. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity so much, and I wish you all really well and a great experience. Next is Commissioner Ray. These are some goodies and thank gifts you. and proclamation and, and wanted to thank you. And would you like to say something? Sure. Well, thank you. It's, it really has been an honor to be on the uh, Planning Commission. Uh, I would also like to thank my family who's at home and for uh, time spent at these meetings and the voluminous reading as has already been mentioned. I'm grateful for um, Eric Peterson who appointed me. It was unfortunate circumstances that I came on board. Uh, King Clem Dominguez passed away. And when, when that happened, he, uh, Eric gave me a call. So I was happy to come and serve. Uh, I'm grateful for all the, the, my colleagues over the years on the planning commission. Uh, We've always, we always treated one another with respect and, um, and also with some fun too. So it, it's been a, a, a good time there. I'd like to st thank staff, just the depth of knowledge that they have is just amazing. 
certainly use them as a resource. They've been uh, really good and so helpful. And just want to wish the best to the, the new planning commission. Um, it is a very rewarding experience. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you all, and we wish you good luck and have continue to have goodness in Huntington Beach. So thank you. Would it be okay with the chair if we just took a quick photo with the outgoing commissioners? Absolutely. Okay, great, thanks. Oh, I gotta go up there? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so public hearing items next on the agenda. The first public hearing is item number 22-1036, zoning text amendment number 22-004 related to medical uses in the Beach-Edinger corridor specific plan. Planning commissioners, please state your disclosures regarding this item. Please start on my right with Commissioner Twin Twinning. Or do you want me to go now? Um, if you've had any disclosures, like met with people, things like that. No, I, the only person that I've talked to about this is you. And, and at our orientation last night, mm -hmm. uh, we spoke of it briefly. That's it. Commis Commissioner Acosta Galvin, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no disclosures. Then go that way. Okay. Commissioner Struck? No disclosures. Commissioner Rodriguez? Uh, I visited the site. And Commissioner, Commissioner Wood? No disclosures. And myself, no disclosures, except last night discussed it at the Planning Commission training. Um, okay, next. Um, staff, may we uh, please have a staff report presentation next? 
Yes, uh, so I'd like to introduce uh, senior planner Hayden Beckman, who's the project manager, who will be giving the presentation. Okay, great, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Good evening, Chair Pellman and honorable commissioners. It is my privilege and honor to present the first item to you. Uh, welcome to the Planning Commission. Uh, tonight, this item is zoning text amendment number 22004. And this represents a request to amend the Beach Edinger Corridor specific plan to allow medical services uses on the ground floor within the neighborhood center segment. I'll expand on that in a little bit. Uh, the neighborhood center segment currently limits medical services uses to above the ground floor via special condition C2. Um, here is a overlay map of the sites that are currently zoned as neighborhood center segment within the Beach Edinger Corridor specific plan. Um, apologize, the image is a little bit small, but uh, more specifically, it is approximately 35 total uh, properties that are currently zoned uh, for mixed uses, and that is inclusive of the existing Ocean Plaza, the existing Beach Promenade, the existing Newland Center, and the Walmart Center sites that have been circled, uh, as well as various other commercial sites that are indicated in red. Specifically, medical services are defined by the specific plan as medical workspace, workplace uses and establishments with employees with medical licenses, and that includes medical and dental facilities. Also in the neighborhood center segment, additional permitted ground floor uses include retail uses uh, such as community-oriented anchors, eating and drinking uses in restaurants, entertainment and recreation, convenience uses, personal services, and service commercial and repair businesses. Also, civic and cultural uses, including lodging and live work and multifamily residential are currently permitted ground floor uses. This is the uh, building use regulation table within the specific plan, and this uh, text amendment seeks to specifically uh, remove the C2 condition, which is highlighted uh, on the right in the, the smaller box. And currently, that's a repeat. While the original intent of the neighborhood center segment of the specific plan was to feature ground level retail, restaurant, and entertainment uses in order to create a more active pedestrian experience, uh, traditional retail and ser retail services have diminished over the years due to the rise of e-commerce. Demand for traditional medical services, uh, however, has increased and is vital for an aging community. Current, future and, current and future medical and dental office uses are commonly found on the ground floor of most commercial properties and contribute to an active pedestrian experience. Both the Huntington Beach Zoning and Subdivision Ordinance and this specific plan classify dental practices as an office use categorized with other professional offices such as medical facilities, acupuncture, chiropractic, architecture, and law offices to name a few. Citywide, medical offices are permitted by right because they do not require special consideration or additional operational conditions in order to uh, find these uses compatible with the surrounding community or to avoid impacts with adjacent tenants and businesses. Medical and dental offices operate similar to retail uses in that they serve the same customers and operate within similar hours as most retail uses. Tonight's action does not automatically authorize medical services at the identified locations within the neighborhood center segment. The zoning text amendment process uh, starts with the applicant filing a request. That uh, request is brought forth to the Planning Commission, which is tonight's uh, review. 
if the planning commission, uh, the planning commission then renders a recommendation that's forwarded to the city council for final action. If the city council adopts the request, medical service uses would then be permitted on the ground floor within the segment. However, further, if adopted, any new use would be subject to obtaining building permits for their tenant improvements in a subject space. That includes mechanical, electrical, and plumbing permits, fire and life safety review, and an analysis of uh, adequate on-site parking. Further, a future tenant would need a business license and final zoning authorization through a certificate of occupancy. As such, staff is recommending that the Planning Commission recommend to the City Council approval of the zoning text amendment based on the following. The request is consistent with the general plan. It addresses a community need for health and wellness by expanding access to medical services uses. It is consistent with other commercially zoned areas in the city of Huntington Beach, and it could facilitate establishment of new businesses, job creation, and increased sales tax revenue. That concludes staff's presentation. Uh, we are available for any questions from the commission. Thank you. Commissioners, do you have any questions for staff at this time? Okay, yes. Uh, I just was curious, you referenced in your uh, project here that this was similar to town. Um, where is that town center? So the, the town center core is a separate segment within the Beach Edinger uh, specific plan. Mm -hmm. I, unfortunately, I don't have a, an exhibit that I could present to you, but I can at least identify that it, it is a segment of properties that are also along Beach Boulevard um, that are currently identified in that specific plan. I can provide you additional detailed information on those properties if you like, um, but what the commissioner is referring to is a previous action by the, uh, the commission that's very similar to this request in that they did a, authorize an amendment to medical service uses on that use restriction. Thank you. My, my, when I look at the view speakers, I think there's a technical issue. Can I just do it? Okay. Yes, Commissioner Twinning. Yes, thank you. Um, is, is this, would this particular project that, at, at, um, that's the basis for this, this zoning change, would they be subject, could they be subject to a, a conditional use permit while, you know, I make myself more comfortable? I've, I've read it on the face, it looks, you know, it looks okay to me, uh, but I just, I don't think I've studied it, it well enough, and I don't want to, you know, impede progress. Is, is this, like I say, the subject business, uh, uh, a dental uh, practice, is it subject to a, a, a conditional use permit until we can, you know, make ourselves real comfortable with this? I, that just, that's my question. Sure, it, it's not currently subject to a conditional use permit. Um, outside of this request, uh, a dental office would be a permitted by right use. The limiting factor in this particular case is that in this segment, those they are required to be located above a ground floor. So they are not in any other entitlement process. Uh, and so if, if this particular use were in a ground floor location elsewhere in the city, uh, they would not need a zoning text amendment nor a CUP. Okay, I, just speaking on my own behalf, not anybody else's, uh, I would, 
personally, I would just like to go visit the site like Oscar did, just to, to look at it, and I'd feel much more comfortable. I'd feel like I did my due diligence. I've read everything. I'm pretty much in agreement that it's a, it's a great use. I mean, adult and pediatric dentistry, how could you know, you're not like that. Uh, I just, I, I personally would just like to see it before I, I voted on it, and um, maybe we can push it to the, the, the meeting on the 24th. I, I don't know. Let me hear from the other commissioners. Anybody else? Yes, Commissioner Rodriguez. Thank you, Chair. Uh, thank you, Hayden, for the presentation. Um, so this zoning text amendment for neighborhood center on on the it's on the beach corridor. So what's really stopping us from expanding it to different corridors um, within the beach and interior corridor? Um, because it looks like we've seen this sort of uh, zoning text amendment come through in the past, and so um, I feel like it's just prolonging the small business from opening. And so, really, what's stopping us from 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 allowing it to expand through the other avenues of the corridor? Um, just to, to start in response, this is the final cleanup, if you will, when it comes to a second floor restriction. Um, the previous action that was mentioned in the staff report, uh, the town center core segment, that, that and the subject neighborhood center were the only remaining okay. portions of the specific plan that had that conflict. Um, therefore, this, this quote unquote cleanup would make it consistent with all other commercially zoned properties in the city. And Commissioner Rodriguez, I would just say that the last one was an applicant-initiated amendment, and in that regard, the applicant didn't want to expand it throughout the specific plan. Um, they wanted to just limit it to their own focused issue, um, which is, you know, understandable. Uh, so this time around, we had an applicant initiate this amendment too, which would be, as Hayden mentioned, the only other area of the specific plan where this occurs. Okay. And then one more question, uh, does this mean that, so since, it, since it's um, the applicant initiated it, does this mean that they're also paying fees to bring it to the Planning Commission? Yes, they had to pay for a zoning text amendment. And that fee is how much? I can, I can, in just a moment. We'll, we'll look um, it up really quick. Yeah. So had a council member or staff initiated this in the, in the first place, uh, we could have easily sort of eliminated the fee to begin with? Correct. Okay. Is there any way, shape, or form we could recommend to the city council that we reimburse that fee um, to the applicant? Uh, because I feel like most zoning tax amendments are for actual developments that happen, and so in this case, the first floor is already built out. Um, I went to visit the site, um, and, and so it looks like it's already been developed. They just need to move in. So what, what could we do there? Uh, so you are correct that it is a tenant improvement that would be the, the final necessary step if this were to be a, approved by the council. Per your original question, um, a minor zoning text amendment, the current fee is $20,115. Um, and I'll, I'll defer to Matt to answer the latter part. With regard for any kind of refund of the fees, there's, there's specific codes and policies that dictate that. So I think yeah. if that was your intent, you could direct staff to, to research the codes and policies and provide a recommendation to the council if, if a refund was available. But I, Without spending the time to research those, I couldn't. I couldn't commit to that yeah. at the hearing tonight. Essentially, once a project goes through the whole process, 
the policy, the existing policy for a refund is probably zero. So it'd be, and staff cannot waive fees, so it'd have to be something directed by the city council. The planning commission could do sort of like a minute action memo that goes to the council with that recommendation if that were the request. Okay. Sounds good. Perfect. Thank you for that. Other commissioners? Commissioner Scott. I know it, uh, maybe this, I'm new, so in reading all this about medical, I'm concerned that this won't be an open avenue for medical marijuana on ground floor or anything. Do we have in place right now for that whole, since it got passed, as to what the regulations are on that? Because, I mean, they could say medical marijuana and want to move in. So, um, Medical marijuana is actually a defined use in our zoning code. It's a separate defined use than office medical. And um, medical marijuana is actually expressly prohibited in the zoning ordinance. So two different land use classifications. Medical, as Hayden indicated, is generally permitted by right throughout the city in commercial areas. And medical marijuana um, is prohibited across the city in all zones. Thank you. Any other commissioners? One more question, okay. Chair. Um, currently, there's a one-hour limited um, parking in front of the, the, the building. Uh, do we have any sort of um, restrictions or policy changes that would go along with the zoning tax amendment? The, there are currently no factors uh, before the commission tonight that would impact parking on any of the properties in, in this district. Okay. Uh, just, just for clarification, too, the action tonight does not authorize a specific project. Yeah. So this was initiated by the applicant who, who, if it were to be adopted, intends to open a dental office. That'll go through a separate review, again, analyzing parking, building, fire, ADA, et cetera. Perfect. Um, it's really the action would authorize medical on the ground floor on, what was it, 36 properties, the, the remaining 36 properties um, that weren't previously cleaned up. Okay, cool. Thank you. Other commissioners? Yes. Um, so there's not like a specific property owner that needed to be spoken to about uh, a zoning change to their property. Is that correct? Uh, could you could you clarify? Um, since it applies to 36 different properties, it's not the the applicant's property owner isn't um, involved in this. Would that be right? So, so there, there, there are some very specific um, state land use laws regarding noticing for zone tax amendments, zone changes. Uh, the key number is a thousand. So when you get over a thousand properties that are impacted, um, it affects the noticing. In this case, we've actually noticed the property owner and tenant within 300 feet, which is consistent with the requirements of state law based on the number of properties that are impacted. In addition, Commissioner Costa Gavan. Um, uh, property owners have to authorize the application for the zoning text amendment. So this uh, application would have started with property owner authorization. Thank you. Any other commissioner questions? Uh, Chair Pellman, if I may, um, I was unable to answer Commissioner Strook's uh, question earlier, but I can, I can now clarify having looked at the specific plan. You inquired about the, the previous action that affected the town center core segment. 
Um, that segment of a specific plan affects the Five Points Plaza property, which is at Maine, Ellis, and uh, Beach. And there's also a small portion of uh, commercial property along Edinger that is also currently. So it was a, a, a smaller district, if you will, when compared with the subject neighborhood core. Okay, I have a question, <laughs> a couple of questions. Um, number one, um, just so that I understand what you've asked us, is that there's one applicant asking for one specific area, but this amendment is also gonna be for five different areas, is that right? Do I have that right? Or six, whatever that the number is? That That is correct. The, the single applicant has filed a zoning text amendment that would affect all of the properties that are highlighted in red in this exhibit. Okay. So it would, it would impact multiple uh, other properties, but so, on, on paper. But they're only asking for one, right? They're, they're only doing this for one location. Is that correct? At, at, as a, a mechanism to enable uh, a business to be established on the ground floor, yes. Okay. Just, just for clarification, generally when you do a zone text amendment such as this or, or a zone map amendment, it's not property specific. The change would be reflected throughout the entire zone. So in this case, it's the neighborhood center segment is how we refer to this zone. So it, it's not common uh, in very few instances where just a single property would be rezoned. There's some restrictions, limitations on city's ability to do that. So what was the rationale for doing it in other places in Huntington Beach, and why did you all of a sudden, not you personally, but why did this come up in the six areas? Why, why now? I mean, who, who initiated that? I, I can at least speak to um, the origins of this requirement. Um, in 2010, the Beach Edinger Corridor specific plan was adopted by council after several years' effort to create um, a, a new zoning document for the Beach and Edinger corridors, hence mm -hmm. its title. Uh, at that time, um, the council envisioned there would be uh, sufficient new development that would provide for more vertical uh, mixed-use properties, therefore uh, placing a focus on retail opportunities at the ground level. Part of that, as I mentioned in the um, presentation, is to activate the pedestrian uh, use of Beach Boulevard. Um, there's, uh, you know, so it was a design intent um, that the specific plan established. Uh, the market today is no longer similar to, I think, some of the market factors that were considered in 2010. And so as a result, um, just in the past 12 months, this is our second request uh, for a modification of the document so that it more accurately reflects the, uh, the needs of, of the market and the needs of the community uh, by way of enabling these uses to be located in, in more places in this specific plan. So would that have been the May 2022? Is that the one? Correct, yeah, that was the previous action. Okay, and um, the other thing is, is that, I mean, I, I'm just, this is just a question since you're asking for medical use. Um, is there gonna be x-ray in that? I mean, is that considered at all when you're doing these zone tax amendments? Because there's special, you have to provide special like a shielding for the x-ray and how does that work? So as defined, uh, th these would have to be licensed medical facilities. And so whatever the state 
county requirements are for licensings for a medical facility, just as you'd experience at your own doctors, they have to go through. When the new business opens, they have to obtain a business license and a certificate of occupancy. Right. And typically there's a tenant improvement which triggers a building permit. At that time, we review plans. The plans are inspected to ensure that all the safety measures um, are that are required for that type of medical use in the case of x-ray, they would be verified and actually field inspected. Who does the inspection? The building permit staff of the city. Okay. All right. Um, so at this point, what I've, what I've, yes, sure, absolutely. Um, would I be right in saying that there are dental offices on ground floors throughout the city in, in other areas? In other commercial zones, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so at this point, if there's no other questions from commissioners, no. And um, the issue with the, I, I'd like to just basically, um, if commissioner could give me a motion to table until the next meeting so you could research the questions that the um, commissioners had yes so so before we would take any action this is a public hearing item and yes. so I do believe we have speaker slips yeah. oh, so okay. we should we should take, pub take public comment okay. and then you can certainly ask us additional questions or discuss after the okay. public comment portion all right thank you okay so then um, if we're through with that then we will move to let me read my little thing here um, the public not the public hearing but the yeah, there, okay. So with no further questions, we will now open the public hearing. And do we have any uh, speakers for the public hearing? We have one speaker, Brian Mills, please come down to the okay. microphone. Didn't leave the house without my notes, but that's what happens when you have three kids, I guess, under the age of 10. Um, I couldn't say it any better than, than Hayden did um, anyway. You know, uh, first of all, name, my name is Brian Mills. I am the owner of a commercial real estate firm. I, I represent the interest of, of the tenants and the applicants here who are Dr. Jeremy Chaw and Dr. Melissa. Um, they are two young uh, orthodontists and pediatric dentists who have put themselves through school and their dream was to actually open up a pediatric dental and orthodontic practice in the city of Huntington Beach specifically. And it has taken everything that they have financially, um, uh, you name it, all their hard work to get this done. And, and Mr. Rodriguez, I appreciate you saying it is a big fee. $20,000 was a huge lump, lump sum for them that they were not uh, uh, prepared for. Um, but the, the retail landscape um, throughout the country and in particular in Southern California has been changing for many, many years through e-commerce. Um, that was sort of the spark and then COVID really dumped a lot of fuel on that. Um, this building at Beach and Warner is a perfect example of that. And Mr. Rodriguez, you've been there. I think several other council members have been there or who are familiar with it. This is a beautiful development. Um, it's a brand new structure. Um, it's gorgeous. It's probably one of the most prominent um, retail centers in all of South Orange County. And this new building has sat vacant for over five years. Why is that? 
it has more traffic count than any other signalized intersection anywhere in South Orange County. It is a beautiful development. When you look at it, you say that is a, 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 a beautiful contemporary building. The financial terms that the, the owner or the developer is asking are within reason. They're very attractive to any business. So why has nobody chosen to occupy that space? And now the space next door is becoming vacant. The most prominent building in the most prominent intersection in Huntington Beach is now vacant because the retail landscape has changed. Retailers and restaurateurs fail at an 80% rate within the first five years. Dental practices provide the most stable use of any tenancy with a documented success rate of 99.6% with an average term of 20 plus years. How do I know that? Uh, my firm specializes in representing dentists for the last 20 years. If you talk to any institutional lender, meaning Bank of America, Wells Fargo, et cetera, they have documented the success rate of dental practices since the early 1980s, and that's how you come up with this almost 100% success rate. These practices are vital to the health of retail centers in today's market. They provide much needed, they provided much needed services and stability. We conducted a significant study which showed Huntington Beach is severely lacking in pediatric dental and orthodontic services. Forcing patients and parents of patients to navigate old medical buildings with parking garages, stairs, and elevators, of which most are no longer ADA compliant, is an extreme burden. I also understand from the five points hearing, that was the previous hearing where, where the city council uh, voted favorably to allow a medical on the first floor. Five points hearing, that the city was concerned about too many spaces being converted to medical. That's understandable. It has been an industry standard practice to provide exclusivity for tenants' use, which guards against your concern and is intended to protect the health of the tenants and the center as a whole. Retail centers simply do not duplicate tenant uses. It would not be logical or make financial sense to have multiple coffee shops, multiple pizza restaurants, multiple dentists or veterinarians in the same center. Furthermore, physicians as a whole are employed by hospital groups who occupy large spaces in order to offer, offer comprehensive care. A retail center would not be a desired location for a typical medical group in today's market. The idea of retail centers being overtaken by medical, dental, and veterinary users is unfounded. However, these groups do provide needed stability and services in the market. Rather than let these spaces continue to sit vacant or turn over every few years, we hope the city will apply the same pro-business judgment it did in the case of the Five Points Plaza. Thank you for your time. Thank, thank you. All right. Um, we have no further speakers. Okay, perfect. Close the... Okay. Um, we close the public hearing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Oscar. <laughs> Mr. Rodriguez. Um, okay, so... It, is there any discussion or action from commissioners? No. Okay, do we have a motion? I'd like to discuss. Oh, yeah, okay. so, I mean, uh, overall, I think being here through the Five Points Plaza zoning text amendment, I think it's pretty straightforward policy. Um, I believe that we should do everything we can to make it easier for small businesses to be in the city. And I think this policy is very straightforward. Um, 
we had an opportunity to ask questions to staff. We had an we have an opportunity to ask questions to the applicant, who's here as a representative of the applicant. Um, and so I I think that prolonging this would would not be uh, in the best interest of small businesses and supporting these two uh, young orthodontists who just graduated. So with that being said, I will be supporting uh, the, the zoning text amendment, um, and I'd really like to hear what the rest of my colleagues have to say, so thank you. Commissioners? Yes, go ahead. I'm in agreement with Commissioner Rodriguez. I think it would be detrimental to the applicant to continue it to a later date. Um, We've already seen this before, and it's, as um, Mr. Beckman said, it's a final cleanup. There's nowhere else in the city that this exists. Um, so I will be supporting it. Any other commissioners? Yes. I was, I was probably initially, I was, you know, I was on the fence. I mean, I, I like the like it and everything, uh, the, the zoning change. Um, I'll be supporting it now because I'm completely convinced and, uh, uh, and, and, and want Huntington Beach uh, to be a business-friendly place. And if this is the last place they have to go, then I'm good with it. Any other commissioners? Yes. Yeah, I too think that uh, this is probably a good idea. As uh, the speaker indicated, the landscape of today's commercial real estate has changed significantly with retail and the big box users taking up large spaces and the smaller retailers, you know, retailers struggling because of e-commerce. So um, all we're really doing is allowing a medical facility to move from one floor to another. And it seems as though that's not uh, a huge request, so I'll be supporting it. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I'd be supporting it also. I w agree with Mr. Rodriguez that we should consider or look into the avenues, I mean, for this applicant to pay $20,000 for something that benefits many locations, it seems like we should be trying to work with them on that. So whatever we have to do with that, direct staff. Thank you. And last, myself, um, I'd just like to ask, uh, I can ask the, Mr. Vigliota something at this point. May I? Yes, okay. Um, in the, it, has there been any consideration to look at the other, because there was a concern about the medical marijuana issue um, of businesses that didn't make it, and you know, is there anything, was there anything that past councils or planning commissions did for that? As far as banning medical marijuana, I'm, I'm not quite well, sure I understand Well, um, moving towards allowing expanded use of these medical offices. No, again, as, as was mentioned, there's no, well, there's no way to expand currently okay. to allow any sort of medical marijuana facility at, at any location in the city. It's, it's okay. prohibited. I, I'm especially concerned there because there's a school right yeah, there's back no, there. Right, yeah. now, the, right now, it's expressly prohibited from all zones in the city. So. Okay. All right. So, okay. At this point, um, we've deliberated. So um, I need a motion. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't show up on mine when I push the button. When you let's do that. No. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'd like to make a motion that we uh, approve the uh, zoning text amendment twenty-two zero zero four. Do I have a second? 
I will be second. Before we move, oh. I'd like to add that um, minute item that we recommend staff to look into possibly waiving the fees associated with his own text I amendment. I think, shouldn't that be a separate motion maybe? Uh, if the maker of the motion's amenable, he can just add that piece to the, to the motion. Yeah, that's okay. okay. We're good to go? All right, okay, that's fine. And then we have a second over here? Yes. Okay, so um, all those in favor? Uh, see, mine isn't coming up. Give me a second, I haven't called for a vote. Okay. 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 Um, all those. Did everybody Chair just votes. Uh, yeah. Please vote. Okay. We have six ayes. Commissioner Adam absent. Motion carries. Just briefly, I'll read the appeal notification for this item. The decision of the Planning Commission is appealable to the City Council within ten talent ten calendar days. Uh, working days for coastal development permits, which was not the case with this project. An appeal must include reasons for such an appeal, any required fee, and shall be filed with the city of Huntington Beach city clerk's office within the 10-day appeal period. Thank you. Okay, and at this point, uh, okay, next on the agenda is the consent calendar items, and there are no items on the consent calendar this evening. So um, next on the agenda is planning items. Uh, Matt, can you provide a report? Absolutely. So um, again, welcome to the new commissioners. Um, generally, I will go over uh, upcoming um, commission items uh, during this part of the agenda. We do have one item scheduled for um, January 24th, which is our next meeting. Um, it is a development, uh, a 10 unit single home development project. I also wanted to make everyone aware that the Planning Commission Academy from the League of uh, California Cities is scheduled, and I apologize because I think I handed my notes to um, the chair by accident, so it's probably not. <laughs> but it's, it's the last Wednesday uh, through Friday of March. Yeah. Um, and so I will get more details on that, but we do budget Planning Commission training every year. It's local, it's here in Garden Grove, at, I believe it's the Hyatt Regency. So um, I will follow up and provide either more information on email or at the next meeting. And that's all I have this evening, thank you. Thank you. Um, at this point, uh, before we close for the evening, Planning Commissioners, do you have any comments that you'd like to provide? And we'll start on my right with Commissioner Twinning. Oh. Do I go this way? Oh, all the way, okay. Sorry, Acosta Ga Galvin, Commissioner? Um, yeah, I'd just like to thank staff and wish everybody a happy new year. Thank you. Commissioner Twinney? I'd like to uh, say happy new year to everybody up here too and that I really, really look forward to working with everybody and uh, make it a, a very good year. Commissioner Strzok, thank you. Yes, I'd like to just thank everybody for the opportunity and uh, hope we can make some things happen in the city. Thank you. Commissioner Rodriguez? Yes, I'd just like to welcome the new commissioners. I look forward to working with everyone and uh, I'll be reaching out um, as I do with everyone uh, to see if we could schedule some coffee and, and um, catch up. So thank you and I appreciate it. Commissioner Wood. 
I'm just uh, very uh, glad to be here and uh, glad to be part of uh, this group and looking forward to working with you and getting to know you and uh, you know, doing some good work for the city. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody, um, before we, I say my last comments, I just want to wish everybody Happy New Year and thank you for the training staff. And um, I look forward to working with all of you, as I'm sure all the commissioners do. So thank you. And at this point, we are hereby um, adjourned. Okay. <laughs> to the next Planning Commission meeting on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. All right. Thank you.